0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Geber. This December the 27th, you know, there's Christmas Day on the 25th, there's Boxing Day on the 26th, and then the one we all celebrate, North Korean Constitution Day on the 27th. I didn't know they had a constitution, but this apparently is is a day for international celebration. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, of course. We are getting ready for a lot of terrific sporting events, and you want to bet them, don't you? Because, well, you just do, because that's what you like to do. And you don't know where to place your bet. Well, this is the show for you, because we're going to give you lots of free picks here today. Uh, We're going to be covering Premier League, with Al Ninos, of course, we have a very accelerated schedule in the Premier League, culminating in a lot of matches for New Year's Day, <coughs> New Year's day and the day right after. We're going to talk Brighton, Bournemouth, Arsenal, Chelsea, Watford, Villa, and then Chip Chicken Dinner, Cherimbus will join me to talk NBA, Sixers at Magic, Bucks at Hawks, Pacers at Heat, and no show would be complete without a little NFL football. So we're going to give you that. NFL Rapid Fire with Craig Trapp and Tony LT Gray-Tellers. We're going to end it with that. So a lot to get to today. Stay with us. Fasten your seatbelts. Picksandparleys.net is your place for the best picks, the best sports information. Be right back after this. All right, welcome to the show. Welcome back. We've got a lot to get to today. Of course, the Premier League is in full swing over the holiday period. Uh, they're going to have a little break from the January 2nd to January the 10th. In the meantime, of course, we have matches January the 1st and 2nd to get to. Who, be- who better to talk Premier League football with than my friend, expert handicapper at net, Al Ninos. Al, how are you today?
1: Uh, doing pretty good. I uh, got a little action going and so far it's looking pretty good except for uh, one pick on the Wizards but
0: okay we can't win them all can we? All right now now, focus 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 Al we're talking Premier League football. We've curated some good matches coming up. Uh, you know there are, there is a full slate of matches uh, over this New Year's period uh, but we found three oh, well, uh, that I think have represent some really good value. I think you and I are going to agree on all of them maybe except for one of them. Uh, So why don't we start, shall we, with Brighton-Bournemouth? This is at the Amex. This match will take place on Saturday. Uh, Of course, uh, Graham Potter's Brighton and Eddie Howe's Bournemouth. These are two teams that are desperately trying to get clear of the drop zone. I mean, they're clear right now. They want to get a bit more room between them. Uh, Bournemouth has 16th place with 20 points. They got a good draw at home versus Arsenal, while Brighton, uh, they're in uh, 15th place with 20 points. They lost away at Spurs. Uh, Brighton had that good run in November. They got some results at Palace, Wolves at Arsenal, uh, but they've uh, gone cold. They've lost the last two in a row. When I was looking at the odds here, Brighton at home, a plus 100, which is even money. Bournemouth, a plus 250. But look, Al, you and I have talked about this. This is one of these fairly cagey battles. Neither of these teams, big scorers, Uh, they both concede a fair amount of goals, but they don't have very potent offenses. These are two teams that would happily take a point and the last thing they want to do is drop all three. For me, Al, I'm taking a draw at plus 240. What do you like on this one?
1: Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you that um, neither of the teams is going to try uh, to risk too much. Obviously, they don't want to go without a point out of this one. Especially more than that is uh, they don't want to give up three points to their opponents in this particular case, being, at the, being close to relegation down at the bottom of the table there. So, yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, I I, w- I think this one's going to be a close one and a low scoring game or well, I I like the uh, I like the draw here I just think there's a lot of value in it.
0: Yeah, there is good value in the draw. Now you, so you're just going to take the the money line on the draw, right? Yeah. And okay. I
1: mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what will Okay, me, so
0: okay next up, uh, let's talk Arsenal Chelsea for a minute. This is the Emirates. Now Arsenal are in 11th place and you know, I I I look at Arsenal and I think how far this team has come. Since that 2003-2004 season, when they were the invincibles, unbeaten in all 38 games in the Premier League, although to be fair, they only they only won 24 games out of 38 that year. They did draw a lot of games, but nobody beat them that entire season. But they have come so far since then. Unfortunately, in the wrong direction. Uh, They have only one win in five. They're currently 11th in the table, and they just got a point away against Bournemouth at the Vitality for Mikel Arteta's first game in charge. You know, Al, but we'll get to the game in a second. You know, when you, when you think about Arsenal Football Club, you think about all the greats. And you, and you think about Arsene Wenger and all the trophies he got, the Premier League title. I think he got three titles, a bunch of trophies, a bunch of FA Cups, a bunch of League Cups. This is a shadow. This team is a shadow of his former self. Yet, financially, they're sound. They have a beautiful stadium. The problem with Arsenal, of course, is Stan Kroenke owns them. And as long as Stan Kroenke owns this team, Mikel Arteta is going to be the sum total of their aspirations. When you look, uh, up, uh, when you look up the country and you look at, say, Liverpool, uh, 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 the city of Liverpool, an Everton football club who just brought in uh, Carlo Ancelotti to manage the, uh, Everton after the Marco Silva disappointments, that's a manager. But Arsenal bring in Mikel Arteta? I don't know. I scratch my head. On the other hand, Chelsea, I mean, Arteta's no Chelsea, uh, no Arsenal legend. Chelsea brought in a legend, Frank Lampard, to run him. He was managing at Derby County. And now they've got a young squad. Uh, they've got all the inconsistencies that come with a young squad. And particularly now, the transfer ban has been lifted. Uh, I think a lot of these players that were very comfortable in the fact that they weren't going to be moved on, there was no one else coming in, and they were playing with a sort of sense of freedom, and now playing, looking over their shoulder a little bit. But I think that's what you get from a young team. They dropped, uh, in a surprising result, three points to Southampton uh, at home. Uh, This match, though, is a London derby, Al, as you know. Chelsea in fourth, Arsenal in 11th. Arsenal 180, Chelsea plus 134. The draw, plus 250. Um, Al, I'm taking the away team. I think Chelsea are gonna get all three. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, Arsenal's still dealing with a lot of problems, mainly with their defense. And uh obviously the coaching can can improve there too. Um they just really have to figure something out and they're really not right now. And Chelsea, uh, uh a lot of these big clubs that you mentioned. I mean, it's not just Arsenal, a lot of these big clubs have been, a bit, been uh, underperforming a bit. But in this particular matchup, I think Chelsea's been playing the better uh, soccer, and I do think they win. But unlike you going for your big payout again, I'm taking uh, them at a pick-em at uh, minus 130, uh, just in case the uh, the Arsenal does pull off a draw here somehow. But, uh, but I do agree with you that Chelsea's the right side here.
0: I cannot remember a team of the stature and history of Arsenal that has so spineless, so soulless... So, without any fight in them, uh, they are an absolute disgrace. And uh, to go and get one point against Bournemouth as your quote, new manager bounce, that's shocking. Uh, Chelsea, they're going to win this. Come on, grow some balls, Al. Don't take the pick 'em, take the money line. You know you got it right. All right. Uh, that's kidding. All right. Next up, uh, Watford Villa. This at Vicarage Road. Uh, this is a true relegation six pointer. Watford in 19th uh, spot, they picked up a really good point on Boxing Day with that 1-1 draw against the Blades at Bramall Lane. They've improved massively since Nigel Pearson took over, and this is where you and I are going to differ, Al. Um, Since he came in, they picked up five points in the last three games, or four games, okay? That's more points than they picked up in seven games before then. They've they've got better performances from their big players like Gerald Delefeu. Ben Foster in goals playing so much better uh, with Nigel Pearson breathing down his neck. I really like what he's doing. Watford are a good team. They shouldn't be in 19th spot. And Villa, they're just coming off a massive three-pointer, you know, where they, uh, uh, they beat the Canaries 1-0 at Villa Park. They really needed that. Uh, but that was the first win for Villa since November. But, you know, when I look at this, Al, it's Watford. It's at Vicarage Road. It's at home. New manager. Got that winning feeling again, starting to lift themselves up off the bottom. I like Watford at home at plus 110. I don't think you see it that way, though.
1: No, the way I look at it here is, uh, again, yeah, two teams at the very bottom of the league, both uh, needing every point they can get. And um, Villa hasn't won in a while, but they've also faced a lot of very good teams during that stretch. And, you know, I don't think they were expected to win many of those. And I think they're in a good... (laughs) Sorry about that. I think they are in a good spot to uh, get back on, uh, back to, uh, to, to getting some wins and more couldn't, points. So, uh... Couldn't
0: disagree with you more, Al. Couldn't disagree with you more. Look, how many games have Villa won all season?
1: Villa is currently five games.
0: They've won five games out of eighteen. Are you telling me that the other thirteen teams they've played, of them, they were all good teams? Rubbish. No, no. Recently. Okay. Recently. This is, well, OK, so they beat the Canaries. I mean, that was a game they had to win, and they just eked by 1-0. I tell you what, Watford, new manager, getting back into the in, into the winning ways. Uh, they got a really, really good point against uh, Sheffield United, who are a good team. You know that. They're currently, what, sixth in the Premier League? I don't know. I disagree with you, Al. I, I think you really want to look on this one uh, at Watford and what they can do. And again, uh, they are actually the bookmakers' favourites. one ten. And uh, they are, uh, well, they are at home, so it's plus 110, but the, the home crowd will be behind them. I, I really, really like this one. Al Nino, it's always an absolute pleasure to have you on, even if I disagree with you, and you're absolutely wrong. But it's always a pleasure. You can get Al's picks, by the way, at picksandparleys.net. Get over there. Right now we have a special 15% off everything you put in your basket. Use promo code BOWL, because, of course, it is the college bowl season Get 15% off expert picks. And if you want to bet, bet with the absolute best that you can in sporting intelligence. That's what we have for you at picksandparleys.net. Don't bet blind. All right, I'll be right back with Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus for some NBA right after this. All right, welcome back. NBA, it is this segment. We're going to talk three games for you that we have found. You're going to want the picks on these folks. Who better to join me to talk NBA basketball than my good friend, star handicapper, Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus. Not in studio today. It is the holidays. He's busy getting his uh, massages and uh, (laughs) mani pennies and all that. He's too busy to come in. Chip, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful.
2: I hope you had a great holiday, Nick.
0: Well, thanks, Chipper. I did indeed, actually. Uh, Very nice. I can't say it was relaxing. I watched all the Premier League football that I could get my hands on, and there was a lot of it.
2: Nick, you got permission to do that after uh, becoming betrothed? I mean, uh, I'm quite surprised you had so much free time to you for yourself. I am still
0: my own man, Chip, at least for a few months. At least for another (laughs) few months. And then, you know, the official emasculation takes place. All right. Uh, Okay. All right. uh, Let's start, shall we? Uh, Why don't we start with, uh, well, this is obviously not an NBA match. That's my wrong notes. Uh, Unless the San Francisco 49ers are playing in the National Basketball Association. Which they're not, but however, the Sixers at Magic, they are. Let's talk Sixers at Magic. Sixers twenty-three and ten, fifteen, seventeen, and one against the spread. They're on a three-game winner right now, coming off a big Christmas Day win over the Bucks. Uh, they're seven and eight straight up, six, eight, and one against the spread away from home. They're third in the league for field goal percentage, fifth in the league in three-pointers. They've gone over in all of the last five. And the Magic thirteen and seven, twelve, sixteen, and two against the spread. Monday's 103 to 95 win over the Bulls snapped a three-game losing streak they were on. They're nine and six straight up, seven seven one against the spread where they play at home. Total has gone over also with these guys in five of the last six. Chipper, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some sort of you know pattern here. Uh, the 76ers two and a half point road favorites, 209 total, and I'm looking at that total chip, and I'm hearing someone whisper over. Over,
2: over in my but, ear. You know, this is a great matchup, and as a matter of fact, it's good. I'm, I'm sorry we're starting with it because it's going to be my premier matchup on Friday with my triple play of NBA best bet winners. I did have the Philadelphia seventy sixers as a best bet over Milwaukee on Christmas Day, so that was my gift to everyone, as along with Houston going down against Golden State. But here, like you said, Philadelphia has been absolutely dominant at home, and. They tied the franchise record of three pointers against Milwaukee. They made 21 three point shots. I don't anticipate they're going to be able to do that once again. This line is a little shallow, but this Orlando Magic team goes over the total when they seem to be playing um, better competition. They're 7 3 1 against teams over 500. And as a matter of fact, Orlando hasn't won two games in a row against winning teams since. They beat the 76ers back in November. So they may have some incentive here. But like you said, the overs five and one in their last six. Philadelphia's been playing to the over, ten and four in their last fourteen overall, and against teams with winning percentages, uh, winning records on the year, they're eleven and four to the over. So I think the over between Philadelphia and Orlando is the way to go. Um Philadelphia is coming off a really big win emotionally. They may not be ready. But Orlando hasn't been the most stellar of teams at home, so I think the safe route to go right now is to play this one over the total, Nick.
0: Well, you know, you're talking about that big win over the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks were uh, what uh, 26 and four, and they're now 27 and five as a result of that uh, of that win. Uh, you think that's kind of an emotional letdown? I mean, it's not like they're going to face a junk team. I mean, the Magic, uh, you know, they're, they're a decent team. They're clearly not one of the league's best teams, but yeah, well, it's, it's team, right? still
2: not. It's still not, um, you know, playing the team the caliber of, of the Lakers who they had met earlier and defeated, and now they went to Philadelphia, and that was sort of a set up situation, Nick, where they they had the Lakers at home and they beat them there. Then they went on the road, and emotionally they weren't quite ready for Philadelphia. Maybe it's Philadelphia's turn. To be up for their big home game against milwaukee and now take to the road against orlando so you just have to tune in and see and get a hold of this triple play of best bet winners from me and you'll have the answer
0: all right and if you want to do that it's a great time because as i mentioned earlier we've got 15 percent off any of our expert picks and there's really no one better than the man i'm talking to i might add the best dressed handicapper we have <laughs> at picks and parlays if you're watching us on youtube facebook or twitter as opposed to listening to us on the sports byline network You'll know what I mean. Shipper, looking great there. But I have to ask, are you actually wearing pants? Because we're only seeing you from the top. Not gay. OK, not today. Right no. Yeah,
2: I've got it. I, well, I've been in a barrel before. And you know that I was naked at that time. So uh, right now you got good enough with the shirt and tie. You didn't and jacket, get a Victoria's Secret gift certificate. Over, thanks, no, I didn't. Christmas. I'm very disappointed because you had promised made some promises earlier. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Nick, I'm gonna just have to just stay on you about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chip. It sounds good. Uh, speaking of the Milwaukee Bucks, let's talk about it. They're going to go to Atlanta, face the Hawks. The Bucs are 27 and 5, as we mentioned, 18 and 14 against the spread. Although their Christmas loss to the Sixers snapped a three game winning streak, they're still 8 and 2 and lead the league in scoring field goal percentages and rebounds. This team is hot right now. They're 9 and 1 straight up in the last 10 games against Atlanta. Uh, they're 10-3 against the spread in the last 13 games. The Hawks, well, we talked earlier about this <laughs> about uh, the Sixers going to face Orlando. said, well, Orlando aren't really that bad of a team. Well, the Atlanta Hawks really are that bad of a team. Yes. They're 6-25, 13-18 against the spread. They're just an awful team. They've lost eight in a row. In fact, they're 1-9 uh, and nine in their last 10. They're 3-11 straight up, 8-6 against the spread when at home. Total, though, has gone over in 14 of the last 20 Uh, Bucks big 11-point favorites, total 237. I'm just wondering, um, is over a dangerous play on this? Because that's some pretty good pointers
2: right there. Not at all. I've been pounding um, the over with Atlanta game in and game out because they just don't play defense. Um, Trey Young is looking to throw the ball up once he gets over half court. Though Atlanta now has the return of John Collins, a Las Vegas man, by the way. Mm. um, is in his third year, still very young. He's only 21 years old. He came right out into the NBA after his freshman year. He is back for after a 25-game suspension because of um, PED drug use, but like you said. I don't know how much help he can beef to this Atlanta team. They've got the worst record, like you said, in the NBA against juxtapose the best record in the NBA. I think the Milwaukee can call their shot here. Nick, they can win this game by 50 if they really wanted to. I believe, honestly, the thing is, are they going to come to play? They had just won 21 of 22. They had just beaten the Lakers and now sort of like the air is out of their bubble. And they may, they may just drop like a Hindenburg. I don't think they can lose this game. I really don't. But you know, Atlanta is six and one at home against teams with winning record against the points. Though they don't, have, even though they're only two and six overall in their last eight, it's a really tough call. I, I think that the, you'd have to take Milwaukee before you take Atlanta if you wanted a side. But to tell you the truth, I'd play it over because the Hawks fly; they don't play any defense at all.
0: Well, if you're a Hawks fan, do me a favor, call Dr. Kavokian and have him put you out of yeah. his misery. Uh-oh. But I think
2: he's gone now too. Yeah. So,
0: all right, uh, next yeah. up, Pacers at Heat. The Pacers 21 and 10, 16, 13 and 2 against the spread coming off a win against the Champion Raptors, 120 to 115. Uh 7 and 7 straight up, 7 and 7 against the spread away. Uh, Malcolm uh, Brog, Brog Brogdon. I'm going to messed that pronunciation up that was okay right (laughs) uh he's a question mark for this game total's gone under an eight of the last 11 and the heat 22 and 8 another hot hot team right now 18 10 and two against the spread on a three-game winner including 107 104 win against utah they're 13 and one straight up they're 10 3 and 1 against the spread when they play at home justice Winslow is still a you know every time we talk about them he's a doubt he's either in or he's out I don't know what's up with that. Total's gone over in seven of the last eight for the Heat, though. They are favorites, minus five. I didn't get a total on this one, though, Chipper.
2: Well, you know, this is, should be a really good NBA basketball game. The two very well-coached teams, particularly the Miami team, which is underrated. Indiana, of course, 21 and 10. People, they're still without their star player, and there are over 67% wins on the on the year, and you know they have had three days rest, as have the Heat, and there really is an advantage to either side, Nick, because Indiana's 35 and 17 against the points with three days rest or more, and the Heat almost the exact same record, 5 and 16, though Miami is 12 and 3 at home against the points, and you know they're off that point spread loss to Utah the other night. We were lucky we had the we had the Jazz as a point spread winner. But they're 18-7 and seven after a point spread loss, which, of course, is 72%. This Miami Heat's a really tough team to defeat. They're a tough team at home. But, Nick, I'm really wondering, you know, these teams, they just don't keep up that pace for the entire year. Yeah. People can go out and they, they have the point spread record where it'll be 75%, and then they end up close to like 55%, 60% toward the end of the year. And this may affect Indiana as well because they're 4-0 in the last four meetings against Miami. But, you know, this is a, a team – that is 29 and nine to the over when they're playing teams with winning percentages above 60%. So somehow they get their gear up. And usually, Nick, when we talk about this, teams are playing under when they're going against teams with winning records and better teams. But it looks like the um, the Pacers um, pick up the pace, although they're eight and three to the under in their last 11 overall, that win over Toronto was big for them. I don't know if they can be ready here. I think Miami's the side at home. Um, due to the fact that the, they have that non-point spread win against Utah, I would lean toward the Heat here.
0: You're going to take the points on the Heat. All right, fair enough. Uh,
2: Chipper. Well, the, they're going to be favored. The Heat they, are well, they going all to be fav- Oh, here. yeah, they
0: are favored. Yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. five-point favorites. Yeah, I got it right here. Uh, Chipper, right. tell me this. Uh, we just got a minute or so. Uh, sure. What you got up on the site and uh, give me a th- throw in a free bowl pick here for uh,
3: all
2: uh, right. Well, uh, no problem with that, Nick. We'd, um, we were 4-0 and going into Thursday's bowl action, and then we got ambushed by um, a very weakly coached Miami team. I thought they would rise to the occasion in Shreveport, but they didn't. Friday, um, there's a great game. There's a late game between Washington State and Air Force. Of course, I have a, a triple play of best bet winners. is going to be highlighted right now by my megabuck best bet winner, which is between texas a&m and oklahoma state so that's live right now out there just log on follow the buy links, get the entire day and entire package nick like we said before nfl nba and ncaa basketball it's all right there for the picking right now and the college bowl games and on thursday on friday we've got a three, three pack but that late game with air force and washington state may very well go over the total there's a juxtaposition juxtap- opposition shall I say of position. styles very good. Very position. Good. thank you very much um of styles and uh Air Force of course they're going to try and uh, even though they're the Falcons they'll be trying to keep the ball on the ground and the Cougars will throw it uh, land animal of course they'll be throwing the ball yeah. so uh, it's chip gonna be an interesting dichotomy what happens
0: all right great <laughs> one thanks chip charimbus you can get his picks picks and dot net if you want to bet you need the best intelligence you get well, this man right here he's one of the best we have all right I'm going to step aside, take a quick break. When we come back, NFL Rapid Fire with Craig Trapp and Tony LT Great Tellers. Welcome back to the show. Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. I promise you, NFL Rapid Fire, as soon as I get my notes organized here, we're going to do that. In the meantime, let's bring in our expert cappers, Craig El Huapo Trapp, and Tony L. tigre Tellez. gentlemen, welcome.
4: How are we doing, Nick? Good Hope here. you had a good Christmas.
0: I had an excellent one. How about you guys? Tigre, did
3: you have a good one? I had a good one. I feel great. I uh, had a good holiday. Looking forward to the new year and uh, some winning selections here for week 17 of the NFL. Yep, the
0: final regular season week is upon us. Uh, there are some games that mean something and some games that don't mean something. Uh, but all of them mean something if you've got some money riding on them. So why don't we start? Let's start with the uh, Saints uh, versus the Panthers. The Saints, 12-3, 10-5 against the spread, looking for that first-round buy. Coming off that win over the Titans, the Panthers, 5-10, 6-8-1 and, 10, six, eight and one against the spread. They're out of the playoffs. They've lost eight in the last nine. Uh, they're 10 and 10-3 against the spread in the last 13. This should be an easy win for the Saints, guys. i got 13-point uh, favorites, uh, 46.5 points. Let's start with you, El Huapo Trap.
4: Yeah, I think it's an easy win by the Saints. I don't think you see any letdown here. I think uh, Drew Brees, Sean Payton have these uh, Saints motivated and ready to roll here. I love this Saints team. I have the 7-3 and three against spread the last 10. Panthers just 3-6 and six in the last nine. I think this uh, those trends continue. Lay the big number here on the road, and don't worry about this one. The Saints roll at minus 13 here.
0: All right, uh, Tigray, roar away, my friend.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go with Craig. I'm going to take the living over the dead here. Give me the Saints laying the 13. New Orleans still has a shot at early that first round by. Home field advantage still in play. They're the early game, so uh, they, they're going to need some help after this game to get in that spot. But they got to win. They take care of business. We've seen them uh, the past two games. Double-digit wins, 38-28 on the road here in Tennessee. Uh, you know, you look at Carolina. They've lost seven straight after that ugly loss to the Indy. Uh, Panthers, let's face it, it's their home field. They'll have no home field advantage. There may even be more saint fans than Panther fans in this game to watch this five and ten team that's played very poorly. Saints have covered six of their past seven on the road. Past three games, Saints are averaging thir- 39 points, 422 yards per game. Panthers' defense has just been terrible. 30th in the league on third down defensively. 27th inside the red zone. Uh, they've turned the ball over 10 times. The past three games, Will grid the third string quarterback, there. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here with New Orleans. All right, points it is, Tigray, points it is. All right, Colts at Jags.
0: Colts favored to win their first game in Jacksonville since 2014. Uh, they're 7-8, 7-6-2 against the spread. Uh, both teams out of the playoffs. The Colts are at least hoping for a 500 season, if that's anything to hope for. Jags haven't scored more than 20 points since October. The Colts have scored 10 points combined in their last two trips to Jacksonville. Totals 44, Colts three-point favorites. Are we going to see any scoring in this game? Let's start with you, Tigray.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the the Colts here at minus three. We'll see some scoring from the Colts. I don't know about the Jaguars though. But note here, uh, even though it's a home game for the Jacksonville Jaguars, there will be no home field advantage. I don't think the fans will come out to see this team. Of course, as you mentioned, uh, the Colts will try to avoid losing season. They they played well last week in that 38 to six home win to Carolina. look like they're motivated here uh, to uh, get that eight and eight record. Look at the Jags; it's just been terrible. They failed to cover six of their past seven. They've been held to 12 points or fewer in. In, in, in three of their past four games. And, of course, the offense has been stagnant. Uh, go ahead and lay the three here with Indianapolis. All right, uh, Wapo.
4: Well, I uh, I think you hit it on the head. This uh, team, neither team has anything to play for. Not a whole lot of points. I like the under 43 here. I think the Jags will be lucky to get over 17 i I, shoot heck what am i saying 17 they're probably going to get 10 i I see this 17 10 type game i think colts win and cover but i think the safer play is the under 43 i think this jacksonville's offense continues to struggle this week
0: this uh game isn't even featured in the nfl red zone package it's in the new one the nfl dead zone if you're going to watch this game drink a lot of alcohol okay next up uh let's do the steelers ravens uh, that's next on the list. Oh, why not? We'll move it around a bit. Steelers-Ravens, the Steelers, 8-7, 7-6-2 seven, uh, seven, against the spread. They need this game as they're still in the playoff hunt down to the last game of the season. Lost of injuries, though, not going to help them at all. Quack, quack, Duck Hodges back for this one. Uh, the Ravens, 13 2 two, nine five and one against the spread. They're going to play like their F team because they just don't need this game. The question is, do the Steelers... It, are they gonna come on with their uh, their ankle boots and their walkers and their oxygen tanks and they're gonna even show up to be able to make a game out of this. Um Steelers are favorites though, so apparently bookies Sink they're gonna they're gonna actually show up to play this game. They're two points favorites total though, not big scoring, thirty seven and a half. Let's start with you, Craig. Do I have this one right?
4: Yeah, I think the Steelers do get the win here. I think uh you know, Duck Hodges last week he gets pulled. Of course, then Mason Rudolph gets hurt. He has to go back in the game. Still couldn't get it done against a bad Jets team. Although well, the Jets at least have been playing better against the bad teams. I like the Steelers here because the Ravens, guess what? They're not going to be playing anybody. Mark Jackson's not going to play. Um, they're banged up at uh, both running back and offensive line. I think a lot of the, the skill position players take this one completely off. I like the Steelers minus two. Yes, they're their glimmer of hope for the playoffs. It's small. Um, of course, they need Tennessee to lose. Uh, But I think the Steelers do get the win and the cover lay the two points here
0: on the road in Baltimore. All right, Tony, Tony, the tiger, how do you see this one?
3: You always see some surprises in Week 17. This is a surprise game we're going to see. I'm going to take Baltimore here at plus two. I'm going to go butt heads with Craig. You know, I think the Baltimore Ravens backups are pretty good. We saw in the preseason how well they played. Robert Griffin, third figures to get a start here. But I'm not really confident in this Pittsburgh offense. You lose to the Jets. Come on. I mean, I think the Baltimore <laughs> backups are better than, than, this, than the Jets first string. So, uh, you know, one thing to note here, the Titans will be playing the Texans. And the Steelers need the, tech that the uh, Titans to lose. But I think Tennessee is going to be up big. In this one, at half, and of course the Steelers will be scoreboard watching, seeing that their season is over because the Tennessee will win, will win that will win that game. So uh, I think it'll take the win out of their sale by the second half. And I think you got the Ravens here a little motivated with those backups, like they did in the preseason. I'm going to take them plus the two.
0: All right, you're going to take the win plus the two. Speaking of the Titans and the Texans, let's do that. Texans versus Titans. Houston 10 and 5, 7-7-1 against the spread. They already AFC South Division champs. Not an awful lot to play for here. Uh, Some talk from Bill O'Brien that he's going to play starters as a win here and a Chargers upset. We'll see the Texans to the number three seed, but that game will be long over prior to start here. So I'm not sure I buy those rumors. The The Titans, eight and seven, eight and seven against the spread. They need this game. To clinch that playoff spot. By the way, I hate that word clinch. It sounds like when you go to the doctor, you know, he's like, clinch anyway. We'll just leave it there. Uh, They blew it last week in that 38 to, to, you guys are both laughing. You know what I mean. Uh, Last week in that (laughs) 38 to 28 loss to the Saints. Uh, Texans, one point favorites, total 49. Okay, let's start with you, Craig. Well, this is my NFL game of the week. Uh, this is a week that I don't go
4: big. I usually have uh, one or two plays. This is the top play this week. Get it over at Picks and Parlays.net. Use that 15% off promo code BOWL, and uh, I think it's 37.99, so
0: 15% off of that price. All right, yeah, we still have that uh, promo code BOWL. Use that
3: 15% off, as you said, uh, Tony. I'm going to go ahead, like I said in the previous game, I'm going to Tennessee here laying the points. You know, t- Titans do control their destiny and win, and they're in the playoffs. Tennessee has shown improvement offensively with Ryan Tannehill. I'm not buying that coach speak. It's a home game. Bill O'Brien just trying to kiss the booty of the owner to try to get to get try to get some walk-up sales, try to sell some concessions, try to get some sales for his owner. But I don't believe he's going to play starters in this game or play him very much. I think I avoid. Did you remember the wild card round starts on Saturday? So if you're gonna go out there and play starters, you have a you could be looking at a short week. So there's no way the starters gonna be put in, in any har- in, in harm's way here. I believe the, that's the approach here. The approach will be a playoff game for the Titans, a preseason game for the Texans. No injury, stay healthy. Go ahead and take Tennessee, laying the points.
0: Well, you definitely want to stay healthy with all that clinching and booty kissing. All right, Tony totally Tellez. All right, <laughs> let's move on to the next one. Uh, let's see, Raiders versus Broncos. The Raiders, 7-8, and eight, coming off a 24-17 win over the Chargers. They need this win to keep their playoff hopes alive. I mean, playoff hopes alive are coming down to the wire. Raiders, hello. Uh, Gruden has said he won't rash- rush back players. Uh, me think the Raiders just packing it in when you hear that from the coach, and they still have, a, albeit a faint chance. Uh, the Broncos are out of the playoffs. They don't really care. Drew Locke is really the Broncos' story this season. Uh, They're 8-3 against the spread for the last seven. They are, however, favorites, 4.5 points at home, 41.5 points total. Tony the Tiger, LT Gray, we will start with you, my friend.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Denver minus the points here. Talk about scoreboard watching. This is another Raider team that needs a lot of help. They need the Steelers. And the Titans will lose, but when you see the Titans up big in this game, it's going to take the win out of their sail. Remember, this, the Raiders are dealing with injuries, so they're, they're starting running back, and Jacobs, they're running back, and that's That's a big, that's a big, uh, two injuries there for the Raiders. Uh, they're starting right tackle out. And of course, um, uh, you know, Raiders have failed to cover five straight until they beat a down Chargers team, but look at their defense. They're 28th on, the, on third down. 30th in the red zone. Broncos defense best in the red zone, and they're still playing hard. I, I, don't, I don't see any quitting this team. They're trying to build for next year. Drew Locke, he's playing for a starting job next season. That's something to keep an eye on here. So they're, they're banking on Locke to be the guy. I'm going to go ahead and take the Denver Broncos laying the points. All right, uh, Craig?
4: I agree here. Uh, when I originally looked at it, I thought the Raiders, you know, they're going to be motivated. And then you start reading, which sometimes can be a problem this You start reading the, the press clippings on the coaches. But like you said, when Gruden says, I'm not rushing people back, to me, that means he's probably not playing some banked-up players. Uh, the Broncos are playing motivated. I think they think, uh, you know, next year could be a big jump forward for them. They're 7-3 and three against spread in the last 10. The bookies tell you something here with the Broncos favored, but I even see this anywhere from 3-4.5, to four and a half, so make sure you shop it around. Let's, let's take Denver and lay the points here.
0: All right, guys, just a few minutes left. We've got uh, two games to get to still, Cardinals-Rams. This game is totally meaningless. As neither team's headed to the playoffs Maybe some payback, though, for the Cardinals for the 34-7 to drubbing they got a few weeks ago. Kyler Murray uh, is not near 100%. Uh, Ram, seven-point favorites, total 49. Who cares? Let's start with you, Craig. Well,
4: I think, like you said, when when you say a who-cares type game late in the season, Week 17, to me, you get more than a touchdown, which we're getting here. I see the Cardinals now favored to 7.5. Cardinals did come off, of course, a huge upset win at Seattle last week. Of oh, Seattle caught looking past uh uh arizona last week i know uh Murray's out in this game but i still think the rams you know they're just going to avoid injuries here they just don't have a whole lot of depth at key positions they can't afford to go into next season with any of their key players injured uh, let's take the cardinals here with all the points i think this is one of those really questionable uh line type games where you see this and you go oh yeah the rams are just well but and then they end up losing outright but let's take the points just in case
3: all right uh, tony yeah, I like this game a lot. Pick it up right now at picksandparlays.net.
0: All right, guys, one game left. Let's do it. Niners Seahawks, Niners 12-3, 8-6-1 against the spread, coming off a 34-31 win over the Rams. Win here will give them the number one seed and home field advantage. That's what they want. The Seahawks 11-4, 7-7-1 against the spread. The problem here with the Seahawks, just as we were talking about, is they have a load of injuries, including their top two running backs. So we got a total of 47 points uh the niners are favorites at three points uh one and a half minutes let's start with you t gray
3: yeah i'm going to go over a total of 47 both defenses are playing poorly and you said there's no running backs for seattle guess what it's in russell wilson's hands and they're going to throw the football and take advantage of that that 49ers defense that pass defense has been, that's been terrible uh go ahead and take it over total all right uh craig
4: yeah, last week I loved Arizona on the road. They won outright. Seattle was caught looking past. They were looking forward to this game, and I think they come ready to play. I think Russell Wilson has a really big game. I see him winning outright. So let's take the home underdog at plus three. I also think that overplay is pretty good here, Tony. I think the Seattle's defense has not been very good this year. They've allowed a lot of points, and the 49ers lately, they've done their fair share of allowing points. So I like the over a little bit, but I like Seattle plus three as a home underdog as my top play.
0: All right, gentlemen, always a pleasure. We're going to watch these games with your picks in mind. I want to wish you all a happy North Korean Constitution Day as you watch these games. Don't forget, you can find both Craig and Tony at picksandparleys.net. Their picks are there for you. Right now, put them in your basket. Get 15% off. Use promo code BOWL right now. If you missed any of these picks, don't worry. I'll recap them right after the break. Well, what an eventful show we've had. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are each and every weekday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We gave out a lot of picks. By the way, if you missed any of them, don't worry. The replay of this show will be live uh, for you to watch on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Just search Parlay Radio or search Picks and Parlays. And, of course, our podcast is up immediately following the show. Let me recap the picks, though, just in case you missed any of them. Starting off, Al Ninos and I talked some Premier League football. Uh, Al said Brighton-Bournemouth take the draw, plus 288. Arsenal-Chelsea take Chelsea. The Pickham, minus 134. And Watford-Aston Villa take Villa, plus a half, minus 112. For me, I just went straight money line. Brighton-Bournemouth take the draw, plus 288. Arsenal-Chelsea take the Chelsea money line, plus 134. And Watford-Villa take Watford money line, plus 110. Then Chip Cherimbus, we did a little NBA. paces at Heat, take Miami, minus five. Bucks at Hawks, take the over, 237. And the Sixers at Magic, Chip has said take the over. And if you want the side, take his promo game. It's right there at picksandparleys.net, 15% off. Use promo code BALL. All right, next up, we did NFL Rapid Fire. We started with, uh, whoa, go back. We had Somewhere there we have Craig's NFL, hey, there's his NFL rapid fire picks. Saints at Panthers take the Saints minus 13, Cardinals at Rams take Cardinals plus seven and a half, and the Niners at Hawks take the Seahawks plus three, and Tony L.T. Gray Tellez gave us his picks. Colts at Jaguars take the Colts minus three and a half, Titans at Texans take the Titans minus three and a half, Niners at Seahawks take the over 47 points, and his promo pick cardinals at rams pick it up right now picks don't forget 15% off use promo code ball hope you enjoyed the show just a reminder Monday through Friday we're here giving you the best in sports betting intelligence that's right loads of free picks for you right here on this show 4 p.m. Eastern 1 p.m. Pacific every day of the week and once again if you missed any part of the show find us on YouTube Facebook or Twitter just search picks and parlays or else The Believe Podcast Network is where you'll find our podcast immediately following the show. Till then, have a great night, enjoy the sports, and when you do, always bet, win, and repeat.